Hey, welcome back. This is Terry Jordan Adams of Sued by the Debt Collector, suedbythedebtcollector.com. Be sure to visit us at suedbythedebtcollector.com. So, in today's episode, we're going to find out if you are smarter than a lawyer. Are you not smarter than a fifth grader, but are you smarter than a lawyer? The whole purpose of this is this particular episode, we are going to talk about how to hire an attorney for your circumstances. But first, we need to find out if you are smarter than a lawyer. So I am going to ask you three questions. So let me get my peepers because you know I have reading glasses all over the place. So, all right. So question number one, who has first-hand knowledge of the transactions of the alleged account. Okay, again, who has first-hand knowledge of the transactions of the alleged account? It could be purchases, it could be credits, it could be interest, it could be, you know, refunds, all of that. Would that be you or would that be the lawyer? Okay, so... Make sure you answer that question. Question number two, as it relates to communication, who can discuss incoming and outgoing phone calls, emails, statements, any type of communication disputes as it relates to the original account? You or the lawyer, okay? Who can discuss any forms of communication that transpired between you and the original creditor? Would that be you or would that be the lawyer? All right? And finally, question number three. Sorry, I gotta put a little gloss on my lips. Question number three. Who can determine your desired outcome as it relates to this lawsuit. Whether you want the case dismissed, if you want, if it doesn't go the way you'd like it to go, um, your negotiating power or settlement, payment arrangement, or if you can just win the case and just make it go away. Who can identify what your desired outcome is? Is it you or would it be the lawyer? All right. I'm glad you asked. Well, here's the thing. I already know the answer to this. Each one of these answers should have been you. Well, in your case, you'll be saying me, but I mean you. <laughs> anyway, it's not the lawyer. Why is this important? This is important because when you're hiring an attorney or a lawyer, they can't do anything without your input, not a thing. So it's really important that you are a partner in the situation. I want to give an example. Have you ever went for an interview for a job? Have you ever gone for an interview for a job and you go into the interview and they ask you all of these questions and, you know, and you're answering all these questions and you're filling out the application. Well, here's the thing. What they're doing is they're testing you to see if you are a good fit 
for their company. But the truth of the matter is, what if they're not a good fit for you? When I was in high school, I was always taught, you know, we, you know, I was trained for interviewing, had interviewing skills. And I was always taught you need to have at least three questions to ask them in your interview. The reason for that is, well, there's a couple of reasons for that. One, they want to know you're interested in the company. But more importantly to me is you need to make sure that they're a good fit for you too. What if you, um, they think, oh yeah, you're great. This is a great fit. I'll take this person. We're going to put them over here. And then you find out that the manager is abusive. The people, you know, their morale is down. They um, violate labor laws. You know, so you've gotten now into a company that didn't line up with your goals or your desired up outcome. So let's say you, you wanted um, a job that offered benefits, vision, dental, medical, and you get hired on this job. And because you failed to participate, you find out it's only part time. It's not full time and they're not offering you benefits. Well, they, they didn't meet your goal. Okay. Well, the same thing goes with attorneys. Well, as it relates to attorneys, what they do is they say, okay, you call them up and they say, well, we need to get some information from you to see if we're willing to take your case. Well, let's examine that. You are hiring an attorney. That means you're the boss, right? So... It's not just up to them to determine if they're willing to take your case. You also want to identify if they're a good fit for you. Okay, so we want to make sure that you are choosing the right attorneys for your team. They need to be able to meet your goal, your desired outcome. Because if they don't, then it could cost you the best result possible as it relates to you winning your lawsuit, right? So, I mean, I'm just saying it's really important. So now I want to talk about um, just two easy pre-steps um, before you um, look for an attorney, okay? First thing is you have to determine um, what your desired outcome is. What do you expect to happen? The worst case scenarios happen. You've been sued, sued by a debt collector, what have you. And now you have to determine what your expectation is at the end of the road. Again, do you want your case dismissed? Do Are you afraid you, you want to avoid a default judgment so you need to get an answer there? And then you, you can negotiate, you know, a different outcome? Are you looking for payment arrangements? You know, you know, settlement? You have to determine, do you want it to go away and be removed from your credit report? All of that matters. So the first pre-step you have to do is determine what your desired outcome is. Okay. Now, the second pre-step is your level of participation. You got to give something up. Lawsuits are very serious and you need to determine whether you're willing to give up your time or if you're going to give up your money or if you're going to give up time and money. Okay. In this case, we're talking about hiring an attorney. So 
if that's the route you choose, then you're going to, you know, look at putting out money. An attorney costs around $2,500, you know, give or take, and plus filing fees. There's other things that need to be determined. They more than likely are not going to deal with um, removal from your credit. And they may not go, if it happens to go the distance, they may not be going to trial for you. So that would require for you to hire another lawyer just to do the trial portion of it. Okay? So that's the money portion of it. Now the time. The time aspect, your level of petition, participation as it relates to the time. If you cannot afford an attorney and you don't want to go through you know, all of those expenses, there's another option. There's, self, there's a self-representation option. Now, I, let me just put in this disclaimer. I do not believe, da, 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 let me say it again. I do, I believe in attorneys, okay? But I also believe that they have a time and place. There's certain things that I believe that you can do for yourself and be just as effective, if not more, than an attorney, because attorneys, they, they play attorneys games and they prolong the case and, you know, they're vague in the information that they provide. And I believe that there is a better way. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you know what? That's not our goal. We, we're not trying to, you know, hang out with this thing. We want to get it out of our hair and get it out of the way. So going back to self-representation. Okay. That's what I did. And I want all three of my cases. Now, I am going to put in a shameless plug. In the description box, you will find um, a link. It'll be to my program. And in the program, I show you how to respond to your lawsuit so that you can avoid default judgments and set yourself up so that you can um, potentially have your case dismissed. And I show you how to audit your lawsuit for the best possible outcome, okay? I'll put that in the description box. And so that would be the time portion. So it is a self-paced program. If you're gonna represent yourself, then that's the part where you're gonna have to put in more time. Um, you won't have the um, high expense of the attorney cost, but you are gonna have to put in more time, okay? And, and, and we charge a fraction of what an attorney is going to charge you so and then and give you more education than you'll ever need <laughs> well anyway so all right so those are the pre-steps now let's talk about how to hire an attorney but before we do that if you'd be so kind to subscribe and follow us right now that would be great please like and share you know all of these things because it helps us to grow our channels and we want to make the greatest impact possible and that is free participation for you so thank you so much i appreciate you and i surely hope that you're getting value out of this and i want to make sure that you have your best foot forward now let's get back to hiring an attorney so um one of the first things that you need to do when you're looking to hire an attorney is you need to Find out what their specialty is. What do they specialize in? Okay, first, okay, you know you already know what your desired outcome is, right? You know, let's say, let's just use um, having, it's hot, these lights are hot. So let's say um, you your desired outcome is to have your case dismissed, 
Okay, so then that means that you need to do all things possible to have your case dismissed, right? So if the attorney you talk to is a bankruptcy attorney, that kind of defeats the purpose of you challenging the lawsuit and their claim, right? Because what that's going to do is the attorney is going to focus on filing bankruptcy. Yes, it, they can make the debt go away, but... Now you're in bondage for 10 years because it's on your credit report. That, that's not a viable solution to me. Okay. So in, in this case, in my opinion, I don't believe that a bankruptcy attorney lines up with your goal and your purpose to have your case dismissed. Right. All right. Also, it, they could be um, a settlement attorney. I had an attorney say, okay, well, we take your case, you know, you have to start saving money now so that when we settle, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, you're talking about settling, but I need somebody to fight for my rights. They said, oh, we don't do that. So what does that mean? That means that they're not a good fit for me. They don't line up with my goal as, as it relates to my desired outcome. And at the end of the day, please understand the result is always going to be yours. The attorney is going to move on to the next case and they're just going to be like, well, sorry for your life. I wish we would have won. But at the end of the day, you have to deal with the fallout. So you really want to make sure that you're very careful in how you select the people that are on your team. Okay. So um, then we talked about cost. You know, attorney is going to cost you about $2,500, give or take plus all the additional expenses. And if they don't represent you in the trial, if it goes that distance, then you need to consider that maybe an extra cost. Okay. And then of course the filing fees. And so, you know, time and money, your level of participation. Um, also, when you're selecting a, an attorney, you want to check the reviews. Okay. Go online and check the reviews, but don't just check the good reviews. Check the bad reviews too. Good reviews are great. Okay. But at the end of the day, we're looking for friction. What kind of friction did they have in their bad reviews? Because just because somebody gives them a bad review, that doesn't make them a bad attorney. All that means is they might not have been a good fit for the persons that hired them. Right? So let me see if I can give an example. They may complain that... Um, Let's say this attorney asked too many questions about, you know, this alleged account and I just want them to da-da-da. And so I don't feel like they, you know, used, you know, my time. I feel like I wasted my money on them. Right? I don't want to give that example. Okay, moving on. So I don't, I feel like I wasted my money on them. And so when you go to read that negative review, you're like, well, wait a minute, that lines up with my goal, my desired outcome. So I do want them to ask these questions and I do want this to happen because that's going to help me to produce the best outcome possible. Right? Okay. So now once you've gone through all of that, um, you've gone through, uh, finding out what they specialize in. You've gone through um, how much they cost. You found out um, their reviews. Now, if you two are on the same page, they're going to provide you with an agreement. And in that agreement, 
what I want you to do is say thank you. Let me review the agreement and I will get back to you. The reason for that is you don't want to rush and sign anything quickly. You want to look at it, see what what the things that they don't support or the things that they're not going to do. A lot of times that I have seen that in the agreements is that the attorneys are like, oh, well, we don't um, do any credit repair. So if that's something that you expect for a desired outcome, that may end up being an extra um, case for you. So in addition to that, um, let's see. I got bells ringing in my ears. Oh, they may go and say, okay, this agreement is only specific to this case. So what happens a lot of times is when you have a catastrophic um, event happen, like me, car accident, I ended up with a tra traumatic brain injury, or whatever your situation is, what tends to happen is sometimes you get more than one lawsuit. You know what I'm talking about. And when that happens, you hire an attorney, it's only good for one case. And so if you need the attorney for the second case, it's going to be double the cost. Okay. So take that into consideration. All right. Now, before you turn over that agreement, there's something that I recommend. When I answered all, I answered my lawsuits. Okay. But then there was one particular debt buyer that pushed a little bit harder because they knew that I was self-represented. And so then they wanted to do discovery. And then on discovery, what that basically is, is where either side, you and them, you do research to find out if you can get more answers that support your position. So they're saying, you owe this and here's the reason why, but they need your information to strengthen their case. So they'll ask you questions. They'll try to get you to make a, a, um, a statement to agree or admit to something that may not be true. They'll ask you to produce documents, i.e., let me just say this to you. They have the burden of proof. Let them do their work. You don't have to provide them with everything. That's their job. Okay? I'm just saying. It's my opinion. Anyway, um, and this is not legal advice, just letting you know, because you want to make sure that you're doing what's right and best for you. But that's my opinion. Anyway, so as it relates to, um, gosh, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so anyway, what you want to make sure you do is you have a conversation. Okay. That's right. I was talking about discovery. So I wasn't familiar with discovery. And so what I had to do is I did reach out to attorney and I had a conversation with him and I, I wanted to them to him to help me because I, I didn't know about discovery. Okay. And so that's where, remember I said, I believe in attorneys, but I believe there's a time and place. I was so good on the first part. Now this part I was unfamiliar with. So I did ask for help and when he was going through the discovery, um, when we were having a conversation, one of the things I said to him, I said, listen, um, respectfully, um, I am going to challenge you. I don't 
mean to be disrespectful. That is not my intentions, but I believe that I may have a different perspective or a different view. So I may push you a little bit. And I prefaced that conversation so that when it happened, they would be, he would be okay with me saying, oh, that doesn't make sense to me. What about this? You know, and to give an example, um, when it came down to discovery, there was a law that talks about, um, okay, there's a law that talks about if there's an agreement or a contract that it, they must possess a copy of it and it's supposed to be attached to the lawsuit. And what they do is they include um, statements instead to say, look, see, but that's applicable if it's there's a oral agreement. But you're saying in another area that there was an agreement. Okay, well, his response to me was, well, that implies that it's this. And I told him, no, that doesn't imply anything. The law is the law. This is what the law says. So in my opinion, you can't use a statement to prove your case in lieu of having a contract that, talk, that talks about the terms and conditions. They're not the same thing. And just because you provided a statement, that doesn't mean that I agreed to whatever's on that piece of paper. Where's the contract? So he and I had a difference of... Um, opinion but because he was such a really great guy he was really open he was he was a really cool attorney um through the course of our relationship what he shared with me was that i gave him a new perspective about how he does business and so instead of him just playing the lawyer games that they play now he was able to approach it with a different type of strategic eye Okay, so that's the reason why you're the boss. He's going to do the work, but you need to make sure that you are participating because, again, the end result belongs to you. Okay, um, that kind of concludes uh, me um, giving you information on how to hire an attorney. Uh, if you have any comments, drop them in the um, comment section. I'd love to hear from you. Please, if you have not done so by now, gotta subscribe and follow right away. Thank you so much. This is Terry Jordan Adams, Sued by the Debt Collector, suedbythedebtcollector.com. Visit us on suedbythedebtcollector.com and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.